Why, hello everyone. Welcome to my podcast, Dots Thoughts, where I talk about whatever the hell I want. <laughs> Whatever's been on my mind, whatever life changes, whatever, whatever. <laughs> it's been a minute since I've recorded an episode and I've been mm, just pondering like, what What do we want to talk about? What is it? Gonna... Okay, well, you know what? Today you're going to get a little bit of a dump, <laughs> just like we're waiting right now in Colorado for a dump of snow. We are literally... Um, I'm watching the clouds approach as I record this, um, outside, well, I'm inside, but I see the clouds outside accumulating and we are supposed to get the largest snowstorm of the year this weekend. Thank goodness it's happening on the weekend and we'll just be snowed in and just be able to, you know, chill and not have to go anywhere, but still it's a little, it's a little nerve wracking. At least Coloradans know how to how to deal with the snow. Uh, The same can't be said for everyone. But um, yeah, I think it'll pass. And you know, yeah, we'll get a lot of snow, supposedly three feet. I don't know. We'll see. But um, in the meantime, I'm here to record a podcast, you know, next week, it'll probably all be melted. So (laughs) there you go. Next week, I'll probably be in a better headspace too. Maybe I shouldn't be recording this right now. Part of me is telling me like the insecure part of me, like, why are you dumping your shit on other people like they don't need to hear this but you know what I feel like a lot of what I have to say today is relatable and I'm going to give you guys examples of lies that I've told myself and of course this is as it directly applies to me in my situation and I realize that not everyone is in the same situation as me so maybe it won't apply to you exactly but I think everyone can relate to the lies that we tell ourselves, you know, like the different stories, the different narratives, the different things that we have constantly churning in our minds that are not helpful. (laughs) Like, why? 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 Like, and it's so annoying, you know, when people are like, when you're anxious, or you're upset, or you're depressed, or sad, or whatever emotion you're feeling. And someone's just like, well, just, just think different. (laughs) Like, as if that were so easy. I really believe that the answer for me and for anyone watching um, with these kind of issues, which I think is everyone, but um, I think the part of the solution to this is action, you know, like at what everyday small action, not big, big steps necessarily, but little baby steps, like little things that you can do differently to encourage yourself and be your own cheerleader and like, just, you know, help yourself out a little bit. So Without further ado, <laughs> I'm here today to rant a little bit <laughs> about um, <clears throat> about my own depressing thoughts and things that have kind of been getting to me uh, for a long time now. If I'm being really honest with myself, I've had a version of these thoughts in my head for well over a year and it's sad and they kind of come and go and like I have moments of positivity and I get a lot of really positive feedback and everything. But sometimes I'm just like, in the back of my head, there's always this lingering, like, if you did this different, then you would be more successful. And that's kind of how all of these statements end. I have five different lies that I've told myself that I tell myself. um, And the opposite affirming belief that um, I guess affirms the opposite, I should say, like it it's not true. It's not true. Like maybe part of it's true. And that's why they stick around, um, in my head. And that's why they're so obnoxious because there is an element of truth to what I'm about to say. And these so quote unquote lies that, um, 
I tell myself, but they aren't fully true. And that's why I want to label them today on record as lies. And I feel like everything is just more powerful when spoken. So this is kind of why I'm saying it's a vent, venting session, because I need to get it out. I need to tell someone and whoever's listening to this, I hope this is helpful to you. And I hope you can take away and like translate whatever I'm going to say into the context of your life and help it work for you. So without further ado, five lies that I tell myself. Actually, before I get started, I just want to say that like, all of these are in the context of me and my professional work or career, whatever you want to call it as a YouTuber, as an influencer, I hate all of those labels, but that's really what I am. Like the way that I make my money, the way that I earn an income, there's actually a couple different ways, but the primary way that I make money and the way that I see myself projecting into the future and having the most success is with my YouTube channel, is with my audience and, uh, you know, not just with views, but also with, um, partnerships like branding and, um, man, I have so many like lofty goals that like places I want to see myself in the future and things I want to be doing. And sometimes it's just so overwhelming to like, uh, I know first world problems, but like to think of like where I am and where I want to be and like how to bridge that gap. And some of the lies that I tell myself, let's, Start with the first one right here. (laughs) If I spoke better Portuguese, then I would be more successful. Anyone here who's listening who's a native Portuguese speaker who also speaks English and enjoys my content, like I'm pretty sure 98, 99% of people who consume my content in Portuguese, because a lot of what I do is in Portuguese, if you didn't know that, um, would say... uh, Dorotea, your Portuguese is awesome. Like it's better than most Brazilians. Like you're you're fine. Like you don't have to worry about it. And I I love getting those comments first of all. So keep them coming. <laughs> I can always use the ego boost. But I I'm well aware that my Portuguese is far from perfect. But the the truth is like yes, okay. You have a a niche audience because you speak Portuguese. The level of Portuguese that you have that you speak it's kind of irrelevant. Like the people who like you, who like your content are going to like you even if you mess up, even if you make stupid mistakes, even if you conjugate a verb incorrectly, like needing to speak perfect, fluent Portuguese is not, (laughs) uh, it's not necessary. You know, you just have to kind of be able to bridge enough of the gap to gain that audience if that's what you're going for or any language you could go for. But like in my context, I'm talking about Portuguese. So, um, the truth of that statement, if I were to flip it, is that it's not that if I spoke better Portuguese, then I'd be more successful. It's actually if I were less self-conscious and unapologetic about my Portuguese, then I would probably be more successful. Um, you know, so that's me flipping the switch, like trying to tell myself the truth in a more practical way of like, okay, reality check. It's not actually anything that you're um, any grammatical errors that's like hindering you. It's really not. That's just a straight up lie. And I know it's a lie because I see other creators online who, you know, call me judgmental, but I can say, I can see clearly that their Portuguese is subpar, like less, not as good as mine. (laughs) No, no, like flack on them or anything, you know, they're trying their best too. So no problem. I want to be supportive of everyone who, whatever they're doing. So even if, they don't speak as 
good of Portuguese as I do, you know, sounding like a language slob, a snob, <laughs> um, they're having more success. And why? Because they're not apologizing for themselves. So yeah, keeping myself in check here. Okay, the next lie that I tell myself, I think many women in particular can relate. If I were skinnier, I would be more successful. Where does this come from? Okay, I'm not like overweight or fat or anything. I am a few kilos or pounds, whatever system you use, heavier than I was a year ago. And I'm okay with that. Like I feel really good in my well, I say I feel really good in my skin. Um, yeah, okay, I could lose a few pounds, but I'm not like obsessing over it. I've I've been through phases of my life where going to the gym and eating right and being perfect in that way was an obsession. And it was really not helpful to me. It was really toxic to me, if I'm being honest again. So trying to be honest with myself, flipping the switch, if I were more accepting of what is, then I would be more successful. Because what is is what is, you know, I can't look back at old pictures of me when I was skinnier, a year, a year and a half ago. And at the same time, it trips me up because like, I know logically in my head, like, wow, yeah, I might have weighed less, I might have been skinnier. When I got my first big boom of like, the algorithm was working in my favor, and I got a really big boost in my audience, and I was making more money and blah, blah, blah. Um, but they weren't watching me because I was skinnier back then. Like, that's not, that's so stupid to even try and make that connection. That has nothing to do with it. And the reason I was so skinny back then was because I was freaking depressed. Like, I was really in a dark place. I had broken up with my baby daddy. Like, I had gallstones. I had a lot of health problems. I didn't have an appetite. I was overworking myself. Like, so unhealthy. I do not recommend it. And so part of me is like, oh man, I remember when I could look in the mirror and I had a flat stomach or, you know, but I'm like, no, no, wait, wait, wait. That's not, that's not the goal here. And ultimately those two things are not connected, um, at all. (laughs) So I need to quit telling myself that. Another lie I tell myself, number three, if I lived in Brazil, I would be more successful. This is, um, kind of true. I think like I, I think all of the potential for success is in me ultimately. And so it really doesn't matter where I live in in any part of the world. I could be successful. Yes. But because I'm like aiming towards a, a Portuguese audience or Portuguese speaking audience, I should say Brazilian mostly, uh, based on my experiences and from living in Brazil, um, part of me is like, man, why don't you just go back? And don't get me wrong. Like I miss it terribly. Like I have huge saudades. that's like longing for Brazil. I miss it every day. I would love to go back even just to visit. I would love. And I feel like I would, I would get a spike in views because people would be interested in seeing me in Brazil. Um, but again, that's not totally true. If I, if I change the narrative there, uh, what I really want to say is if I lived in the moment and appreciated where I am, then I would be more successful. It's not about I have to be, you know, in a certain country or in a certain place on the map to be successful. That's just not true. This is kind of uh, spurred on, unfortunately, by some comments on some videos. And I don't think these people are malintentioned. I think they're actually very well-intentioned that they want to see me in Brazil. But Every once in a while, I'll get a comment like, 
oh, you should come back to Brazil. Your audience would grow so much. Like, you would have so much more success there. Oh, my gosh. Like, people love to see you in Brazil. You have to, like, explore more. You have to go outside of Rio. You only really know Rio. You have to... Uh, yeah. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> like... Man, if I had all the money in the world, I'd be there yesterday. Like, I, I would love to go to Manaus and go to Bahia and go to these other places I've never been before. Sao Paulo, like, so many places. And I know that my vision of Brazil is very limited because of where I lived primarily in Rio. Um, and so it doesn't appeal to everyone because, guess what? There's a lot of Brazilians who don't live in Rio. So hearing about, like, this American's yeah, perspective only through the lens of this one city is not, um, you know, <laughs> it doesn't apply to a lot of people. And so, yeah, I, I get it. But at the same time, I'm like, you know what? I'm in the U.S. I'm doing what's best for my family. I'm doing what's best for us right now. And, and this is where we're at. And we're trying to, you know, <laughs> find some stability. And so let me just appreciate where I am right now and uh, share my thoughts and keep talking, speaking in Portuguese and keep gearing my... Um, my content towards a Brazilian audience, but you know, I don't have to be there. I don't, I don't really don't have to be there all the time in order to have success. Okay. Number four, four out of five right here. If I was, okay, this one, this one breaks my heart right here. Oh, I had completely forgotten about it until just now. Um, but this is, is actually one that I think about a lot and I, I almost have like, uh, I have a lot of mom guilt in general, and it used to be worse. It's gotten better, but I still have mom guilt. And that is because I tell myself the lie that if I wasn't a mom, I would be more successful. That's just the saddest thing ever because I no part of me wishes or desires that I did not have my son, that I did not become a mother, that I... I would not trade that at all. And it sounds like when I say that, like if I weren't a mom, I could be more successful. It sounds like I don't want to be a mom. It sounds like I, I regret having a child, which is not what I'm trying to say. No part of me regrets having Max. But, <laughs> but it is undeniable that trying to juggle a two and a half year old while I'm, you know, like he's bouncing all over the place and, and just being his normal wild self which I want to encourage, it's like, how, how do I, how do I compartmentalize being a mother, being a partner, being a friend, being a YouTuber, being all of these, like playing all of these roles and trying to like stuff myself into this professional trajectory while at the same time getting my hair pulled, <laughs> like literally, um, having a two-year-old jump all over me and, um, yeah, I get little spurts of time to do what I do. Like right now I'm sitting in the bathroom and I'm like, Max is asleep. So, okay, great. This is like the biggest chunk of time of my day. Sometimes it's an hour, sometimes it's two hours, but like, this is an unpredictable, I don't exactly know all the time if he's going to nap, how long he's going to nap. And this is how I'm supposed to get the most work done. Like it's not productive. Um, it's hard. It's really hard. And I see, it's especially frustrating when I see, um, other people who do what I do, especially in my niche, but also not in my niche, but just like content creators in general, without kids, you know, posting however frequently they post and they just get to like, what, live their lives? Like they just get to like pick whenever they want to work 
And um, that's not true for me anymore. And it used to be, I remember the days when, before Max was in my life and and I could just do whatever. And I, I, I miss those days of like, I miss the feeling of just feeling um, unleashed. Like I could just do anything whenever. And I almost feel like, man, I did not take full advantage of those moments. Like it's hard. And I know it's going to get easier when he goes to school and like he's a little older and I'm going to have bigger chunks of time to do what I do. So it's really not an excuse and I need to prioritize and I want to prioritize my son, but it's, it's, it's hard when I see that reflected in like lower views, lower income, you know, which ultimately means lower income, lower this when I'm like, okay, I'm trying to balance providing for my son (laughs) and also taking care of him every day in the moment. So how, how would I flip that one? I flipped it by saying, if I planned and scheduled my days better, then I would be more successful. There's only so much planning you can do with a two and a half year old, but we do have a routine. We do, you know, like there are times when I'm just like scrolling through social media because I'm just like, oh, I need a break when really like, okay, if I manage my time better, I could actually be more productive. So um, not blaming Max again. I want that in big letters, like no regrets there. It's just hard. (laughs) It's just really hard. (laughs) Oh, man. Okay, last one, last one right here. Uh, If I, oh man, I've been telling myself this a lot lately. If I had new equipment, then I would be more successful. (sighs) Yeah, I am in desperate need of a new computer, new camera, a microphone, lighting, like all of the things uh, that go into doing what I do, creating content, my computer is absolute shit. It'll like turn off randomly. I'll be in the middle of editing something, in the middle of uploading something, just decide to turn off. Or like the battery is is trash. Um, I broke my camera like a year ago, so I've been filming everything on my iPhone, which works. But sometimes the sound quality is really poor or it's just not, it's just not working. Like <laughs> I'm hyper aware that I need new equipment and I'm working on it. I'm saving, I'm like crowdfunding money. I'm I'm doing everything I can to make that happen as soon as possible. But I've really been needing it for a long time and it's like okay, stop with the excuses. You can do it. You have a camera, you have a computer that's like, you know, you're already miles ahead just by having those things even if they're in really crappy condition. Um so yeah, the the way that I would flip that is if I stopped making excuses and used what I have, then I would be successful, which I do use what I have, but I do make these excuses like, I don't know. I think of these as like hurdles, like, man, even just a new camera, like I could still continue using my crappy ass computer. Um <clears throat> but just having a, another camera would change the game, you know, or like just I don't know different, different things. I'm still learning. I'm self-taught with a lot of these technologies. So, um, I have a long wish list of things that I want, but it's really not, it's really just an excuse at the end of the day. Like I don't actually need new, 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 new everything. Like part of me is like, okay, you're just being materialistic. You're just, you're just wanting that. No, I mean, I really do think I could step up my game and I could improve the quality of the videos and it would attract more views and I would ultimately get paid more and it would work out that way. 
But that doesn't mean that I can't do all of that right now. That, you know, the right people won't be attracted to what I have to say now. And, uh, you know, buying a new computer in and of itself is not going to, like, flip a switch. That means automatically I'm going to be more successful. Like, wow, you're at, uh, your revenue just went up, like, $500 a month because you got a new computer. No, I have to use that computer. I have to know what I'm doing with those tools because at the end of the day, all of those things are just tools. So... Uh, yes, I need new ones, but it's not an excuse to not use the tools that I have to the fullest of their capabilities until they crash, <laughs> literally. Uh, so yeah, those are some lies that I tell myself, and it's really um, it's really hard sometimes, you know, to be this honest with yourself and to be like, okay, well, what what's really going on here, you know? Um, I feel like we get into these ruts these thought ruts of like thinking the same way and just these patterns of like repeatedly digging ourselves into these holes, these lies. And uh, let's just call a spade a spade. What is it? What is, it's a lie. You know, it's a lie that you're telling yourself. So snap out of it, <laughs> get your head together, get your head back in the game. And like, let's just keep going. Like, let's just keep doing this. You know, stop comparing yourself to other. That's that's something I've been struggling with a lot is just like looking at people, like I said, who do the same thing as me. And it's like, how do they have so many more followers or so many more views or like, wow, like trying to calculate their ad revenue on YouTube. And it's like, wow, they're making so much more than me. Oh, their last video. got. Sorry about that. I got interrupted for a second. <laughs> I got a phone call from Ben saying he's heading home soon because of the snow. Uh, it hasn't started snowing yet, but like I said, it's definitely going to snow really hard this weekend. So anyways, uh, probably for the best that he interrupted because I feel like I could just um, go on forever about this and I don't want to. I want you guys to... I want this to be more positive than negative and I know it's kind of depressing. I depress myself sometimes, really. Like, <laughs> uh, like dot, stop, stop, stop. And I just want to say really quick that for anyone listening who crosses over from my um, Portuguese content and everything, I especially love getting messages and comments from you guys. Even if you think I don't see it, I do see it or I eventually will see it. And I, I just, it makes me almost want to cry when I when I get such positive feedback, which overwhelmingly it is positive. Um the the best thing that someone says to me which i actually get quite a lot like the top comment that i get whether it's on a video or a picture or in my inbox or whatever is like you are changing lives dot you are changing lives because every time i see you happy it doesn't matter what my day's like like it makes me happy to see you happy which sounds so simple and it is but like if that's all i'm meant to do in this life then like feel like mission accomplished like that that's it like that's what I'm here to do I'm here to yeah open people's minds make people think uh start conversations reach out to people across cultures and every yeah yeah I'm here to do all of that but at the end of the day my mission is like just putting smiles on people's faces you know just making people happy and I get that message so frequently sometimes said in slightly other words but like basically the same idea of like you don't have any idea like how much you like transmit happiness to the world and I'm like okay that's good you know I'm I'm doing something I'm doing my job because that's my goal and even if 
in my head, I can get depressed and sad. I know a lot of people are like, how are you always so happy? How are you always so positive? I'm not. <laughs> I'm really not. Like, I put on a happy face a lot. Uh, kind of like fake it till you make it. Like, just trying my best. But deep, deep, deep down, like, uncovering layer after layer after layer. I have a lot of deep insecurities. I have a lot of lies that I tell myself. I have a lot of um, just fucked up narratives that I'm like, I need to fix this. Like what, what can I do? And recording a podcast episode like this is depressing as it kind of is. I want to end on a good note. Cause I'm like, you know, it's only by talking about and unveiling these things. Do we get to the core of like, what's really bothering you? You know, like what, it's not just a, Hey, what's up? How are you? Like, it's like, how, how are you? <laughs> like, how are you really? And especially after this, crazy last year of 2020 and you know now early 2021 going into this new year everyone's like oh yeah new you new me like it's going to be different and so far it's been kind of the same shit like the same things happening bleeding into the next year which was kind of also to be expected like yeah but it's just it is what you make it you know like it (laughs) there's only so much that uh your surroundings and other people around you can really help. Like it's, it's really an inside job of looking and reflecting on yourself and seeing like, what issues do I have? What lies am I telling myself? What, how can I change this? How can I change my thoughts? And like little by little chipping away, even if it's just the tiniest little thing that you're like, it's inconsequential. It won't make a difference. No, try it. Like try drinking a cup of water before your coffee in the morning. Try taking a walk or like opening a window or like something so, so, so minute and minuscule, like, oh, that's not going to do anything. Yeah, it actually will, you know? And today this exercise of literally writing down what I just read to you guys, I wrote it down on a piece of paper, putting it on paper, putting it out into the universe, like making it known and just kind of like, wow, it's been therapeutic. (laughs) Like it's like burning it, you know, maybe I will burn it after this. Like I need to just like okay, I've expressed it. Um, it's out there and now it's gone. Now I can say goodbye. Like it's, I don't need to tell myself those things anymore because they're not true. That's what a lie is. It's not true. So anyways, I hope this has been helpful to you guys. Uh, I've been talking really fast. Um, my throat's really dry. I'm about to get some water. Um, but yeah, hope you have a good weekend, a good day, wherever you are, whatever time of year it is. And, uh, Don't forget to flip the script. Like, just tell yourself something else. Recognize what you're telling yourself and consciously decide to tell yourself the actual truth. Like, really analyze what's going on and uh, see it from a different point of view. You know, even if that means stepping out of your body, your experience, and like, think of it as like, I'm talking to a friend who's telling me all of these things. Like, how absurd does that sound? Like, I'm sure to all of you listening, hearing me say all of these five lies that I tell myself to you, it's probably like, what? She's crazy. Like, that's not true at all. Like, of course, of course it's not true. And you're a third person, so you can see that. But sometimes when it's, when it's in your head, it's a lot harder to distinguish and, um, you know, take it apart from the inner side point of view. So, uh, Anyways, I hope that's been helpful. Let me know, as always, if you guys enjoy my podcast, and I will see you guys next time. Talk to you soon.